Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, and mind and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks to all who have left a review for this podcast. I so appreciate it, and it's how others can find this podcast since it's brand new. Today's review comes from The Honeybees. It is so refreshing to see Stacy share her life story and intertwine that with her faith. Highly recommend. Thank you, honeybees. I definitely will be intertwining everything I teach with my faith. I'm passionate about personal transformation, but also how it goes hand in hand with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So if you'd be willing to leave me a review, I'd so appreciate it. Just go to iTunes and share some takeaway that you've received from this podcast. Thank you so much. This is episode five. What are you truly hungry for? Today we will be talking about the first root of the tree. Remember the four roots, your body, heart, mind, spirit. In Corinthians, it says, do you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Today we'll be talking about our body and specifically what we are truly hungry for. It does go much deeper than simply the food we put into our mouths. The definition of hunger is a feeling of discomfort or weakness caused by a lack of food, coupled with a strong desire to eat. (laughs) Hunger is one of the most powerful chemical messages sent from the body to the brain. So it shouldn't happen that after a person eats a hearty meal, they're still feeling hungry and want a snack or more. We've all experienced it, right? Standing and looking in front of the pantry or in a fridge for something to eat, even though we've already eaten a big meal or had two or three snacks. The experience of hunger can exist even when the need for food doesn't. So today I'd like to talk with you about what you are truly hungry for. The foods we eat are meant to nourish our bodies physically, and we call them secondary foods. These are foods like our fruits and veggies, grains, proteins, fats. But there's something even more crucial to identify, those I call primary foods. Or another phrase is finding your fulfillment or meeting your basic needs. To be fulfilled is something that food alone can't do. You must nourish your body with food, your heart with joy, compassion, and love, your mind with knowledge and proper thinking, your spirit with creativity, connection, and self-awareness. So I'd like us to span out a bit and just take a look at our lives and what the basic needs are of every human being. I love what Tony Robbins teaches about the six basic needs. With human awareness, um, all things are possible. It may sound like a a paradox, but in order to lose weight, you actually need to fill yourself. If our primary foods or needs are met, food will no longer be a problem. But if those needs are not met, we can slip into destructive habits or patterns with food. Eating is a natural way to feel happy, but overeating isn't. For centuries, we've celebrated with feasts, at weddings, family dinners, retirements, anniversaries, birthdays. Feeling happy, which is good for all of us, 
can morph into something that is bad for us, overeating or overindulging. Deepak Chopra talks about this in his book, What Are You Hungry For? He says that we all fall somewhere on the sliding scale that connects food with happiness. First, there's normal eating that goes to then overeating that leads to cravings that then leads to food addictions. So eating normally feels good. Overeating feels good in the moment, but then can lead to bad results in the long run. Giving into cravings doesn't feel good because we feel remorse, guilt, and frustration almost immediately afterwards. And being addicted to food brings suffering, declining health, and a lack of self-esteem. It's a slippery slope because it starts out with something positive, the natural goodness of food. You can't say that same thing about drugs and alcohol, which can be toxic substances, even if not addicted. So why does normal eating start to slide into overeating? Well, the simple answer is lack of fulfillment or buffering out pain in order not to feel an emotion. If there are holes in the primary areas or needs in our lives, we are often likely to turn to food to fill those holes and may develop unhealthy habits. And we don't usually turn to broccoli or spinach or carrots to fill those holes, right? What do we turn to? It's sugar. Sugar will give that dopamine hit. And did you know that sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine? Meaning that brain scans show that the addictive nature of sugar on our brain. I can speak to this because I've dealt with it for many years. When dealing with the immense amount of emotions related to my daughter's passing and then the depression that followed, I turned to food as a way to smother the pain. And once that pattern was ingrained in my brain, man, it can be easy to slip back into those patterns unless I put up boundaries. I suppose I'm grateful that I turned to food rather than something more destructive, but I definitely developed some poor behaviors, patterns, and habits, not to mention the additional 30 pounds I added to my body. I felt as if I was in a vicious cycle and I could hardly make it through the day without that chocolate fix. I began to realize I had a problem and my willpower didn't seem strong enough to fix it on its own. I was buffering my pain through food. The beautiful thing about our miraculous bodies is the body can restore balance. But today's show is not so much about what we can do for our physical bodies. I do have a 28-day cleanse and replenish program where we dive deep into the nuts and bolts of detoxing our bodies. I do that three times a year in January, in the springtime, and in the fall. But today I want to identify the areas in our lives where we lack fulfillment and therefore maybe turning to food or sugar to fill us up. We are always in search for satisfaction. There are lots of things that can fill us up besides food. Desire comes from needs. Tony Robbins teaches about the six human needs and that all dysfunctional behavior arise from the inability to consistently meet these core needs. Understanding your own needs not only can help you avoid toxic behaviors, but can also help you achieve your goals and create greater fulfillment. So what are the six human needs that he talks about? Well, here they are. The first is certainty. Assurance that you can avoid pain and have pleasure. If certainty is one of your top needs, you need to feel secure and safe about the future. 
We need certainty to be able to simply get through our daily needs and responsibilities. We implement structures in our lives like AM and PM routines. We do want some predictability in our day. Okay, on the flip side of certainty, we also have a deep need for uncertainty or variety. Let's be clear, we don't usually like uncertainty when it comes to the basic necessities like food and clothing and shelter or water. But when it comes to other areas of our life, there's room for spontaneity. In fact, one study done by Duke University showed that people experience greater satisfaction when there's a level of unpredictability. So if you need more variety and uncertainty in your life, you need change, new stimuli. If that's a high need, you're willing to take risks and try new things. Okay, so we have, we have different varying degrees of these needs. So as I go through them, identify them for yourself. But these are all of our needs and some just rank higher than others. The third is significance. This is feeling unique, important, special, or needed. This translates into the desire to be seen, heard, or listened to. In short, you want to be noticed. Someone can experience a truly happy life by simply rising to what they consider to be significant in their own circle of influence. This can also, though, turn into a negative direction as well. Someone may act out or get noticed in a negative way. Just take a look at the violence that we see continually around us. People are getting noticed when they act out in a violent way. So the fourth human need is connection and love. This is a strong feeling of closeness or union with someone or something. People need love, and this can lead to some incredibly fulfilling relationships. But it can also cause you to sacrifice self-care in order to take care of others or maintain a partnership. There's a reason why one of the most intense forms of punishment given to prisoners is isolation. It's because even the most hardened criminals have a basic human need for connection and interaction. It's also the reason why many people tend to stay in a relationship that might not be working um, much longer than they should. It's because they would rather be miserable or in a relationship that isn't working than face being alone. That's not to say that relationships can't be mended and healed for sure. But when we experience being in love, our brains fire oxytocin and dopamine that makes us feel good too. So that, those feelings of love and connection are super important and that's need. Number five is growth, an expansion of capacity, capability or understanding, always striving to be better and learn more. People that really desire growth are very good at their jobs. They tend to move on quickly because once they've reached a certain point, they want to continue to reach their full potential. The self-help industry is said to be worth nearly $11 billion. People clearly have a need and desire to better themselves. What's amazing about the need for growth is no matter what else you have in your life, you cannot experience full satisfaction without personal growth. You may have countless friends, a great paying job, wonderful family, and hobbies you enjoy. But if you are not experiencing growth in at least one area of your life, there will always be a void. Okay, the sixth need is contribution. 
a sense of service and focus on helping, giving to and supporting others. Tony Robbins always says, the secret to living is giving. You want to leave a legacy and fight for a cause that is close to your heart. You know, when someone has a calling, it just is beautiful. You can feel the passion that they want to contribute and share. So when Tony Robbins was 11 years old, in their family, they had not much food or money, and they had an alcoholic father. Well, someone dropped off a Thanksgiving dinner. Now they had food. A stranger had given a gift to his family. It influenced him so much. He couldn't believe that strangers would care about their situation. He decided to do something to make a difference for someone else. His family started crumbling a bit. His father left. But when he was 17, his goal was to have enough money to feed two families for Thanksgiving. He said it was the most fun and most moving thing he had ever done in his life. So the next year, what he did was buy Thanksgiving dinner for four families. He didn't tell anyone he was doing it. And then the following year, he did it for eight. Then he thought, okay, I need to get others involved. He started building companies, created a foundation. And when he shared this story, the last year he fed over 2 million families in 35 different countries, all during the holidays for Thanksgiving and Christmas. He was so moved as that young boy when someone served him that he went and decided to contribute in that way as well. Everyone ranks these six human needs differently. And the way we rank them personally explain, explains much about our, our own personality and much about us as a person. The top four needs shape our personality. So certainty, variety, significance, connection, and love. With the last two, growth and contribution, they shape our spiritual needs. People's needs can be met in a variety of ways, but if they are not met, people may turn to food or other destructive habits or substances to try to meet or fill those needs. Countless people turn to overeating to substitute for what they really want. They may use food as a buffer, so not to feel the emptiness of what is missing in their life. For example, you feel uncertain about your future, so you may turn to food to buffer the uncertainty away. You don't feel nurtured except when your taste buds are overstimulated. You don't feel loved and appreciated, so you may turn to food to get some love. Your life lacks meaning, but when you eat, that emptiness goes away, at least temporarily. The story of being overweight is a story of missed fulfillment. We have the best foods in the world, but we gorge on the worst. We have blessed opportunities to grow and evolve, but we may feel empty. My desire for you and myself as well is to live a vibrant life fulfilled, to be able to meet your basic needs so you don't turn to food to try to get filled. Life is about fulfillment, meeting our basic needs and the greatest, which is contribution or to give back. If your life isn't fulfilled, your stomach can never supply what's missing. Think of a baby. When they're hungry, they cry and are fed, right? I have a new little grandson. Well, what about the reverse? Is the reverse true? When you feel like crying, do you get hungry? Do you turn to food to buffer out the pain? I know certainly I have fallen into this trap. There are triggers for overeating, like depression, stress, sudden loss, grief, 
anger. By simply raising our awareness, we can identify what we are truly hungry for and begin to fill our lives with those things. All right, with, as with each episode of my podcast, I always give an action item for the week. I want you to identify your top two needs of the six basic needs. And that's simply going through and by elimination and try to identify what your top two needs are. Are they being met? How can you ensure you are meeting those needs? But once again, it's certainty, variety, significance, love and connection, growth and contribution. We need, we have needs in all of those areas. The two might rise to the top of what you truly need. And make sure as you go through that to look at how you can fill your life and fill those needs um, to have a more meaningful and fulfilled life. So thank you so much for listening. I would like to offer you guys a free gift. If you go to stacyharmer.com backslash book, I have uploaded my seven steps to vibrant living. You deserve to find joy now digital copy that you can download for free. It's on Amazon. It sells for, I think, $14.99. I'm offering you as at a digital version for free on my website. So go ahead. Just Stacy Harmer, S-T-A-C-Y Harmer.com backslash book. And feel free to download my book. And I, I have many, many tools in several areas um, to be able to have a vibrant life and to find joy now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. Love you, my friends. Bye-bye.